Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, burgers, barbecue, and Tex-Mex are staples here in H-Town, but with our diverse population comes incredible food. So today we're putting down the brisket and tacos so we can diversify our palates with restaurant picks from Cron.com food editor John Henry Pereira. It's Wednesday, September 13th, 2023. I'm Raheel Ramzanli, and here's what Houston's talking about. John Henry, welcome to CityCast Houston. How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. I'm so excited to chat with you. Erica recommended us to chat with you because you are the person to talk to about awesome food around the city so before we get to i'm a person <laughs> yeah <laughs> before we get to our conversation about diversifying our food palette i want to ask you you've been covering the food scene for so many years in the city of houston what's the best thing you've ever eaten here oh gosh um you know what one of like one of the <laughs> This this might upset some people. I actually had some really good French fries from uh, Trump Burger in a, in Belleville, Texas. Um, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's this Lebanese guy. Uh, he huge huge fan of Donald Trump started this restaurant in in Belleville. I drove out there for assignments. Like what fifty miles from Houston, I think, and. Um, I really wasn't expecting anything, but I mean, the burgers were fine and everything, but I thought the fries were pretty good. Um, okay. I did not think we'd be talking about Trump fries uh, as one of the best things you've ever eaten, but that's why you're here. And that's yeah, why we're bringing yeah. this conversation <laughs> to people. <laughs> I, I would not recommend going out there to try fries. Um, it's a nice city, <laughs> but, yeah. but you know, but you know, I mean, it's like, just a little, little low-key racism when I got out there. All right, let's talk about diversifying our food palates. And there's so many communities and so many cultures that are being celebrated in the city of Houston. And of course, through that celebration comes great food and restaurants. So I want to start off with a big one. Give me a spot right now that our listeners need to try to diversify their food palate. You know, in terms of like our you know, just overall, like, communities. Um, th there's definitely a lot of stuff that doesn't really get enough of the spotlight. These communities just haven't really surfaced their restaurants to to the forefront. Um, for sure, you know, one of the, the interesting ones that popped up recently was, was Lanka Mex. Um, they were, like, a Sri Lankan-Mexican fusion food truck. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big sort of, fusion skeptic, but it, it was interesting to see a Sri Lankan eatery like out and about. But right now, you know, Lanka Mex is like off of, I think, Westheimer, and it's a like literal hole in the wall. It looks like a gas station without the pump. Um, you go inside and it's got the 
you know, it's it's got that kind of dingy convenience store vibe. <laughs> I mean, there's some gambling machines in the back, but you go in and man, it is a nostalgia trip. If if you're a Sri Lankan, I mean, bottles of like Nelly juice, but there was really just a lot of stuff that reminded me of of, of home and even the the island, you know, which I've been able to go to like, you know, more than a handful of times in my life. So yeah, definitely. I probably want to give a shout out to Lanka Mex for sure. So what should we order when we go there? Ooh, I, so one of the big staple, you know, Sri Lankan cuisine is, is rice and curry, right? That is like their, that's basically like the core block of their entire meal. Um, but they do have a specialty, um, street food that's called koti roti, which is like bits of chopped up godambu roti with like rice, uh, vegetables, protein. It's definitely kind of like decadent on the decadent oil side, but it's it's quintessential Singalese street food. I, I know a lot of like in Colombo, um, you know, when people are out clubbing, uh, there's vendors out on the street just selling koti roti and people just eat it up, you know? So I would definitely try that for sure. Um, and don't skip out on, on you know, cutlets, you know, fish cutlets. And it is a low-key vibe. I mean, they give it to you in a paper bag, and I'm sure that paper bag is going to get greasy. So, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect place to go. Okay, as we diversify our food palette here, let's talk about something spicy for our listeners. Give us a good spot that could hit that spicy feeling, that sensation where we probably wouldn't go. Oh, man, this is a tough one because... You know, you obviously want to be able to eat somewhere that's like not going to like, you know, destroy your taste buds. I have to go with Aga's. And I know it's Aga's is like, it's not, I know a lot of people know about it. And I know that it's certainly like not under the radar by by any means. But I do love the way that, you know, Shaka Meredia's kitchen. I mean, I, I do love the the spice mix. The, the heat level that they've used in their dishes, nothing comes off as like too overpowering. And it, it, it does strike me as somewhat authentic to the community that it's, it's in. Just to give you guys a, a, a context, like I live in Atascacita, like I am like literally on the opposite corner of, of this restaurant. And it's, it's always funny in my neighborhood Facebook group, there's always like, what's the best Indian restaurant in Houston? And someone will inevitably say Aga's. And like in my head, I'm like, that is a road trip if you're driving from like my area. <laughs> we love Aga's here. We've interviewed Shokath Uncle before about what they do so well there. So we are big fans. And again, it's a great way to diversify your food palate, right? Try out something that you might not have tried before. One of the best things about all of these places and communities Yes, you got the spicy food. Yes, you've got those decadent foods, but the desserts, okay? They bring something new to the table. Give me a spot that we need to go to for dessert that will help us diversify our food palette. So for dessert, I really do have to shout out Nico's Cheesecake. Uh, for one, I'm, I, I, I love the, the couple who, who owns it. They're a, they're a Vietnamese couple from, from California. Um, they, they're actually like former dentists and... They basically just were like, I'm tired of this. <laughs> and um, they were looking to start a business. And basically what they did was they moved, this couple moved their lives um, halfway across the country to, to Houston because that was a place where they could try this concept, this Japanese cheesecake 
bakery and um I was really impressed with the cheesecake. I, I, I think Japanese cheesecake is, is it, it, you know, it's light, it's fluffy, it's, it's bouncy. Um, and also shout out to Artisan360. I did a story on Key Ramen. This is like sideways kind of si- sideways kind of thing. But I, I had um, lunch with the, the, one of the proprietors of Deho Square, which is a, you know, it's a big like shopping mall with lots of like super vibey restaurants right now in uh in a uh, Bel Air Asia town, um, Kia Ramen, Uncle Tetsu's, Nico Nico's, Honey Pig, lots of really cool, like Instagram-y, vibe places. And uh, one of the people that, that came with us was the owner of Artisan 360. And uh, we tried some of their desserts. Man, these are some of the prettiest desserts you will ever bring home. Um, super colorful. Uh, they were pretty good um, from what I had Um and I, I haven't been inside, haven't been there just to go, just to, to visit because I've got two kids and it is <laughs> hard to go anywhere. But um, it, it was it was it was impressive enough to to be like, I, I kind of want to go there again to try some more of their their stuff. I need to try ours in 360. I've heard a lot of good things about it as well. So that's definitely going to be on my list. Houston's original neighborhood downtown is for everyone and it's poppin'. It's our open-hearted home for our biggest celebrations and our treasured hidden gems. From the world-class theater district to incredible green spaces like Discovery Green, downtown is the place to be. In fact, more people visited downtown Houston last year than the entire population of Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, and San Antonio combined. There's no better time to live downtown than now. From starter apartments to luxury lofts, everyone can take Take advantage of the arts, business, culture, entertainment, food, and recreation. Now, you might think of downtown as only the heartbeat of Houston's regional economy, which it is, but there's so much more to it, including free events throughout the week with Downtown Houston Plus. From the Market Square Park Farmer's Market every Saturday to Yoga Flow every Wednesday, you can find something to do and eat and watch in Downtown Houston. Learn more at downtownhouston.org. Down Downtown Houston, get energized and revived. Let's talk about date night, okay? I know a lot of couples are looking for cool places to try, interesting places to try. Give me a spot for a date night that we need to hit up. Oh, man. You know, my wife and I have like the, the this food triangle. Um, you know, we would go there like Sunday mornings for brunch or just for breakfast, really, and like just hang out. And uh, it's this little place on the energy corridor, it's called like Pecan Creek Grill. Very unassuming. I think that place is just special to me just because that's where my wife and I would like have our dates and we'd have talks. But man, I love their biscuits. Um, biscuits, crispy bacon, uh, and like, you know, just their coffees were, were really great. You know, that's a really good date morning spot. Um, if we're talking night, I can't, you can never really go wrong with Cultivare. Uh, you know, Agrigal Hospitality has done a great job with that restaurant. Um, it's easily probably one of the best like Italian restaurants in the city. And, you know, they have a pretty good wine selection, nice cocktails. Um, I love their gin and tonic. Uh, but you can never go wrong with a bowl of cacio e pepe and a, and a, and a pizza from there. It's, there's never a, a miss there. And their desserts are fantastic too, especially their uh, crostadas and their, their, all their little seasonal fruit options. I'm going to throw a recommendation in here for a really interesting date night, especially for like new couples. You got to go hit up Lucy's Ethiopian food on Southwest Freeway. Oh my God. 
I swear to God, the only reason I didn't say Lucy's was my dad went there. And my dad is such a dork. He he had his birthday there. And they I don't know if the restaurant dressed him up, but just out of literally just pure secondhand embarrassment, I did not mention Lucy's. <laughs> okay, as we move on, John Henry, I'm going to go through some rapid fire questions for you, okay? okay? Give me something that will hit that comfort food slash hearty option that we need to try i'm gonna this is gonna be out of left field all right so my in-laws we you know we all like the my in-laws are in north shore but every like sunday they bring this like they you know they bring the old styrofoam thing from their their breakfast pot and it's these two waffles and i swear to god like they're not even fresh but these are like some of the best waffles i've ever tasted and it's this, they, the place they get it from is in Crosby. It's this place called Hungry Jack. And I, I have been like dying. Like I need to go there because I, I have heard like amazing things. It, things like along the side of August where like, you know, when you like run a restaurant of that size, it's like super efficient. Like that is what I've heard of this place. I, mm. based on their waffles alone, which are not fresh, the ones that I've had are like, you know, they took a few hours to get, get there but they are just still so good um i'm I'm gonna throw out hungry jack okay give me a low-key spot that we can hit up for our introverts who just want to go diversify their food palette but you know what they just want a low-key place where are we going low-key place you know what if 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 you want to someplace that is like super diverse like not even diverse so far out there ebby ebby shrimp Mm. this is the ultimate of like low keys it is in a in like I'm pretty sure like in a industrial quarter, <laughs> but it's not a restaurant. It's more of like a grill slash like fishing experience. So this guy I talked to, he got the idea from like Taiwan where they have like these places where people can just go fish for shrimp in these like little indoor pools. And, uh, you know, and they're, they're usually stocked with like prawn or, or crab or, or whatever. And he, he stocks his with like crayfish and blue crab. So it, it sounds pretty good. Anyway, whatever you catch, you can eat. And they have grills on site and they'll even grill it for you. Like simple salt and pepper. I mean, I wouldn't call it the boonies, but it's, it's definitely like a little bit off, like kind of north of Jersey Village. It's I think it's like super unique and and nobody else in the city has that. That's such a good recommendation to end this conversation. It's an experience. You'll diversify your food palette. You're going to leave feeling like, okay, that was really cool. So that's a great one. Hey, John Henry, thank you so much for joining us. Man, that was a lot of fun and a lot of great recommendations there. Thank you so much again. No problem. That was John Henry Pereira. You can read his work on cron.com. Okay, before we go, September 28th is Ask a Stupid Question Day. So send us your stupid questions about Houston. We'll try our best to give you a not-so-stupid answer on the podcast that day. For example, why do we call it a feeder instead of a service road? No question is too stupid, so send us your questions with the info in our show notes. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. 